0: You're listening to the People Over Profit Podcast. Hi, I'm Justine Beauregard. Since 2008, I've helped scale multiple businesses to seven, eight, and nine figures by focusing on quality connections, not vanity metrics. For decades, we've been taught to believe that business is just a numbers game, but really, it's a relationships game. Gone are the days of prioritizing money over our missions and the people that our businesses are built to support. I created this podcast because I want you to make a difference in the world without Feeling like you have to sacrifice your income or your integrity to do it. If you're building a business that puts people first, you belong here. Now, let's spend some quality time together. Let's talk about trends. I don't know about you, but I often wonder if following trends is good or maybe bad for business. So I want to explore this more with you and share some of the thoughts that I've had as I've reflected on this question. But the short answer is that I think it's both. In some ways, trends can be really supportive for your growth and make things easier, like using trending audio to get found quicker on Instagram. But in others, it can take you out of your natural flow state and actually disrupt growth patterns. I've seen this in my own brand, and I've seen this with clients' brands. So let's talk about it, the good and the bad of following trends as part of your overall business strategy. And not only that, but also how you can leverage trends to grow without falling into traps or compromising your integrity or your joy in the process. So let's talk about the positive. I think trends can be a very positive thing. As social creatures, we crave a deeper sense of belonging and trends are one way of providing that to us. Seeing your peers do something that otherwise might scare you or overwhelm you or just make you doubt yourself can make it feel more comfortable to kind of jump in the pool or take the risk or just do the thing that you haven't been doing. I know I would never have used video in my brand or done a reel on Instagram in my life if I didn't see so many people doing it. And I've grown so much as a result of pushing myself to show up on camera. It's one of the catalysts to why I shifted my brand from hiding behind stock photos to actually using pictures of myself and rebranding as Justine Beauregard. I probably wouldn't have this podcast. I probably wouldn't even have a coaching business without trends playing some really positive role in that. Think about how many times you've been willing to take a risk because of a trend, or that you've seen something pay off that you maybe wouldn't have thought to do on your own without that trend. In this way, I think trends push us to be the best versions of ourselves. They get us trying new things and being less fearful of the outcome because if everyone else is doing it, it feels safer for me to do it too. I also find that trends make content creation easier because by keeping up with trends you'll constantly be learning new tools, new ways of doing things, even how to be more efficient. Think about ChatGPT, great example. This is a super trendy tool that has made content creation easier for non-writers. It has inspired great hooks for social media for non-marketers. It has personally helped me come up with better templates and frameworks and not overthink so much of my content. Something that I really appreciate about a trend is the wider variety of things that we're given to work with. Trends make it a lot easier and a lot more accessible and a lot more likely for me to experiment with things and come up with new ideas because it keeps me thinking about what's new, what's current, what do people want, what is working right now. And I don't know about you, but I sometimes can get into a rut of just doing the same things over and over without questioning them because it's just what I'm used to doing. It's a lot easier to just fall into your comfort zone and just stick to the habits that you're used to versus being mindful of what else there is out there. Staying on top of trends keeps me in a problem-solving and critical thinking mindset more often because I have to discern which of these fits me and how can it fit me. And piecing those together almost like a puzzle Which is something that I think defines us as entrepreneurs is our ability to critically think and problem solve and be able to take information that's more mainstream and adjust it to fit us. We aren't just worker bees, right? We are business owners. We're innovators. We're visionary thinkers. We're creatives. I can actually feel how much trends honor that side of me. And for that, I am really grateful for them. But there's also a not-so-great side of trends. The first one is that it's easy to always feel behind the curve if you're not a trendsetter. And technically, you aren't because trends are always changing and if you're following trends, you're behind the curve. So since trends are always changing and you get easily sucked into that frenzy of, I need to constantly be changing, you're going to be rotating tactics and burning out way more easily and way more often than if you just stuck to the simplest, most proven, optimized path that you could set for yourself and follow and be just as, if not more successful than with the trends. I know people who love the energy of an ever-changing strategy and doing all this market research, but that type of approach does not serve me well. I tend to have to be more mindful and analytical about what's working for me and shut off my desire for newness so that I can lean into what's already working well for me and my brand. And sometimes that can feel really hard especially if you're somebody who is easily swayed or captivated by the next big thing. So if you're someone who sees a trend and easily feels distracted or feels like you're only creative because you're following the trends, you're kind of like hooked on them, this can actually stifle and limit your natural creativity. You might only not feel or even be creative because you're leaning so heavily on trends so just be aware of why you make the choices that you do pay attention to the results that it's creating for you as you go tap into and be mindful of how you're feeling when you're doing certain actions because usually i find that this can make a big difference to how i jump on a trend and for how long i stick with one trends can also steal focus so I listen to a lot of podcasts with million to billion dollar entrepreneurs, and the common theme is always that boring and simple wins. Trends are the total opposite of that. Trends are fun. They're exciting. They're new. They're the ooh shiny of the business world. And this is not a bad thing unless you notice it's disrupting your growth more than it's supporting it. So I have a general rule in my business that 80% of what I do is mundane. It's based on analysis, best practice, optimization. 20%, the remaining 20, is open for creative play. That's where I get to feel into whatever I want to invite today. That's where I get to welcome in the trends and be playful and have a little sandbox and experiment as long as it doesn't dip into that 80% or interrupt my baseline of results because my progress overall in the business is going to come from that 80%. And the minute that that 20% goes into the 80, so I'm at like 21, 22, even that slight difference makes a big difference to my results, makes a big difference to how I feel. And that's important, right? Because you want to feel strong and informed and like it's working so that you can keep that momentum going, keep that good energy flowing in your business. And this is why measuring the outcomes of your effort is so critical because you want to know what's working. How well is it working? Why is it working with everything else that you're doing? Trends are not an exception to the rule. They're actually a big reason why measurement is so needed. And then finally, there is the concept of leadership. There are both good and bad elements of leadership when it comes to trends. I do think that it's more good than bad. Like when you go first and you're the first to integrate a trend into your business, others will naturally view you as an authority in your industry. They will see you as someone who is in the know, who is not afraid to try new things, and that makes them wanna keep up with you and even model some of their decisions after your decisions. These are all good, positive outcomes of a trend in terms of leadership. Trusting yourself to create trends for your industry as you leverage existing trends will also raise your authority. But how do you get a first look at trends in your industry? How do you predict trends in your industry? I recommend by starting to tap into your own intuition more. Right? Find ways to connect more with yourself and what you truly believe is the best next step for your brand and business. And at the same time, follow influencers and influential content on social media. Look at the patterns that already exist within your industry. Search for them. Create the pathways so that other people can connect those dots with you. My focus platform is Instagram right now. So I actually created a collection of saved posts that I call trends. And I add whatever is sparking my interest or popping up more than a few times on my explore page to it cleaning it up as I go so that I'm always kind of staying on top of what's standing out to me, what am I noticing people doing a lot more, and then signing up for programs with industry leaders and making sure that I'm keeping a pulse on what is actually happening versus what I think is happening, and almost like a Venn diagram, seeing where those two things overlap. I also follow specific hashtags on the platform that represent my brand and industry well, so I can see what other people are posting and how that changes over time. I'm also a big fan of aggregator-style newsletters like The Daily Brew or Entrepreneur Magazine. And along with these ideas, which I feel are a little more passive... I, like I said, find free trainings, industry partners. I swap observations with people that are on my level quarterly. I join roundtable conversations and discussions. I am a part of local networking groups. I enroll in programs and courses and dive deeper on the topics that interest me the most. These are just a few of the ways that I tap into trends so that I can leverage them quicker as I continue to grow. And you can do any of these things. Most of them are free. Maybe even as part of your movement towards creating trends or leading the curve of innovation in your industry, start one of your own. Like a podcast or write a book. Do something to take a stance of leadership in your industry to forge forward with a trend that you find interesting or a pattern that you've noticed that kind of sparks interest for other people. I think the reason more people don't take the bold action to attempt to create trends is because they're afraid that they're not going to catch on. But no matter what, it's momentum, it's learning, it's growth, it's taking bold action, and that's what gets you to stand out. If you come up with 20 ideas for trends, there's bound to be one that sticks, right? So the key is to find what suits you, that you can commit to, that you can be consistent with, that you believe in, and most importantly, that you have fun with. So try to think of a trend. Or go to your favorite platform and do a little bit of research and find one that sparks your curiosity. You'll know you'll find one when it pops up more than a handful of times and it piques your interest. Then work on integrating it into your current strategy in some way as a test and just see what happens see how you feel, see how it works, see what you gravitate towards, see how it changes other aspects of your business. Notice those things, evaluate those things, continue testing, integrating, trialing different ideas, and eventually you'll get to the point where this just becomes part of your business habits and becomes ingrained in you to be a positive in your business growth instead of carrying some of that potentially negative weight that trends can tend to carry. So I hope that this helps you and I hope you have an amazing week and I will talk to you soon. If you found this episode helpful, feel free to tag me with your thoughts and feedback at Justine Beauregard coach on Instagram or Facebook. And if you have ideas for future episodes, I'd love to hear them. Just send an email to Justine at Justine And if you haven't yet, don't forget to click that subscribe button and rate and review the show. Your feedback means a lot to me and allows us to keep learning and growing together. I'll see you next week.